0: Yes, what's up? This is Jeroen Kuhler from I want Product Market Fit. And you are in luck because I'm recording an audio version again. And I say you're in luck um, because, well, apparently you like audio. And there is an audio version. So this one is on brochure testing. I'm going to give you an ultimate guide to test value propositions. So we'll talk about what is a brochure test and why you shouldn't do a landing page, when to do a brochure test. Then we have the guide and have some extra do's, don'ts, and extra tips. So what is a brochure test? So brochure test is a low-fidelity experiment. And with low-fidelity, I mean, you can imagine if you, for example, are designing an application for a smartphone, you can either draw something off the back of the envelope or you can make a detailed (laughs) uh, UX flow in Figma. So that will be higher fidelity and the sketch would be low-fidelity. So brochure test for me is a low-fidelity experiment, meaning you don't need a lot of detail yet. Uh, You make a brochure and... Or a flyer, and you bring it to an interview. And by letting your interviewees respond to your ideas, you will learn more than just interviewing. I think a brochure test is great because they are created faster. Like, even first time founders can do it in like one hour. Uh, So that allows for quick iterations, Uh, meaning, if you bring one of these brochures to an interview and something is not clear, you can update it. Um, A brochure focuses you to focus on the content and the language of what you're trying to communicate to your potential customer rather than a technology. So I see a lot of first-time founders frolicking about in all these landing page tools, not really focusing on what to communicate, but make, picking the font, etc. cetera. Um, and a brochure test is something that weeds out bad ideas for landing page design. Um, and for me, brochures force you that, it, that you don't need to be pretty. In the article, you can see it, but it's just black open sans font on a white background without any styling beyond some text sizes and boldness. And for me, you can do a brochure test when you have done sufficient interviews. You're not learning anything new in problem interviews, but when you feel it's too early to start building an actual MVP. Um, Ideally, you do this before building a landing page. You can do an entire cycle brochure test minus the scheduling um, within half a day or a day if you really want to do it. If you have the interviews there, uh, you can just bring it um, and you can do a brochure test where you know what you want to learn. So, what you should do is, what do I want to learn? As you do with any experiment. Um, because if you ask yourself, what do I want to learn? You can later on reflect, like, did I learn the thing that I wanted to learn? So, Home of Progress is a startup I'm currently mentoring. I'm going to use them as an example because we use brochure testing for for their validation purposes. Um, they're a startup trying to f- focus on recruitment companies. And we learned something important during the interviews that we did. Uh, all companies were fast growing and they had issues about employee retainment and juniors that suddenly needed to manage other people. Um, because if you're growing fast, all of a sudden you have people below you. And there were quite some issues in these companies in, t- in, in, in the case of management. And the cause of these issues had three common themes uh, one was around mental health, one about was about educational growth paths, and one was about personal feedback and evaluation. Um, this is something that reoccurred in most ses- the interviews that we did. So we wanted to learn, like, okay, these are three kind of clear problems to service in the interviews. Where can we add most value? And I thought it would be a good idea to learn which of these problem areas seemed most pressing. So to learn that, we designed three value propositions around these problem areas, and that is step two. Um, because for each of these problem areas, we needed a solution. Um, you could do this with the value proposition canvas. Uh, we did something simple. Uh, but the thing that you need to know for each solution is your ideal customer profile, the product category, like is the platform, a chair, a coffee mug, so product category. Then you need the benefits or the value you create and the features that realize this value. Now, in the Home of Progress example, we had a tool that assists evaluation between manager and employee. That's one problem area. Then we had a tool that supports mental health by stimulating a healthy lifestyle and offering mental health services. And three, a platform with educational videos and learning content to improve the employee skill sets. So for each of these problem areas, we had the solution in mind. Um, I always say, try to have three variations on what you want to learn. Um, Because then you can compare how potential customers expand. If you just give one, you don't know what "Eh," means. But if you have one and one, yeah, then you can more easily interpret that data. So I would say three. I've seen people doing four or five even. Um, But my ideal number is three. So then you need to create a brochure for those solutions. Uh, It doesn't need to be pretty. You should really focus on the writing that you you do. Uh, In this, Article is a link to a Google Doc template. You can just check that out. And it's so simple, it's just four elements. You should have a captivating title that explains what is most important to grasp. Then, in your subtitle, you can add a little extra explainer. Um, and for me, your solution should be clear from the title plus the subtitle. Then, you have a bunch of bullets, like three or four, that summarizes the key benefits or outcomes or values of your solution. And then you should explain. How your features achieve those benefits. And then you have like a heading and a small paragraph, but don't make it a long paragraph. Um, so, for example, um, the title that we created was an evaluation tool your employees actually enjoy to use. What I'm de- doing here is I leveraged something that we heard in the interviews is that people don't really like using those tools. So we thought, okay, what if we make something that's easy to use? Uh, the subtitle was fully. Understand what your employees need to excel. So that's about why do you want to do an evaluation tool? Well, because you want to grow your employees. Um, then the benefits. Um, the benefits are be prepared to capture the full potential of the evaluation process. Truly understand what drives your employees and what bugs them. Skill your organization while growing your people. Um, you can imagine that this is a little bit markety or something, but that's what you want to be. So this is not a white paper. It's not. Sci- it's a scientific paper. This is something to get your point across. Um, If you have three variations, make sure that each brochure is a caricature. It's better to have three extremes than to have three things that overlap for 90%. You're creating these brochures to learn what is important to your customer, not to define your final solution. So give this person in front of you something to choose between. So on top of this, don't make me think, keep it simple. Because write good, blah, writing good copy is a craft. And if you've never done this, you suck at it. I stuck at it when I started and that's okay. I recommend reading this guide link in the article for writing copy for landing pages because the same kind of thinking goes in there because you want to be brief to the point and you want to skip fluffy language such as groundbreaking or innovative solution. You should be a concrete what you do for your customer. For example, and this is... Uh, this is Julian Shapiro's example. So if you would write something for Duolingo, what they, what he suggests to do is to think about what bad alternatives are there to Duolingo, and then and every benefit that you provide should tackle that thing. So the alternative to Duolingo is an expensive language learning course and subscription. Uh, Duolingo is better because it's 100% free. And then you turn that 100% free into something that you would put on a brochure. And the example he gives is, learn a new language for free. Um, So another example here, and then I will just refer to the article. Um, In-person learning courses with long-time commitments, that is something that you could do in-person learning courses. Um, But Duolingo is better because it's flexible language learning at your own pace. And then he translates that into something to put on the brochure. Learn a new language, whenever, wherever. I think that's quite powerful. So it can be tempting to make the brochure straight away, but sometimes it helps to start in my row or somewhere else and to fully focus on copy. So make these lists, dump those ideas of your solution, but also the bad alternatives. So what, what, what are they currently using? And what, why is your solution better? Uh, with bad alternatives, also think about that it does not necessarily need to be an actual solution. Sometimes people have workarounds and you can also tackle those pains. Now, if you have the copy, and there's a bunch of examples in the article, um, you should understand how people use your brochure. Because people are not machines. Their eyes will be all over the place. But most likely, they will follow the pattern of first scanning the header and then maybe the subtitle and then glance the rest. So that's why you only have like the first two sentences to immediately get the point across. Um, then, how do you use the brochure? Um, this is maybe a little bit easier to explain in audio because the previous section felt a little weird. <laughs> so brochure tests are great at the end of problem interviews. And you can do this in face-to-face meetings and on Zoom calls. So you put it on the table at the end of the problem interview. And you should help them to think out loud. Uh, show them one by one. And at the end of it, you ask for a favorite brochure. Most important thing is don't explain your brochure. Let them struggle. Make it awkward. It's okay. So. Uh, Menno from Home of Progress. They brought these brochures to the interview, and at first, indeed, he felt awkward because they don't look very sharp. But in all fifteen interviews, it really helped to understand our customer. Ultimately, the evaluation concept was the winner, and this allowed us to downscope the feature set. Subsequently, we built an MVP in Bubble, and right now, we've got one paid pilot live and four pilots queued on this value proposition. This is the simple rundown, and as with interviews, brochure testing also is a skill to get. Um, it's super easy to start out with, but here are some things that people often get wrong. Um, instead of asking for a favorite, you can also ask for let them rank. So if you have four or three brochures, like, like put them in order of preference. Uh, this gives you a little extra dimension to the results. And again, don't explain your brochure. You should resist the urge to explain your brochure because if you ask you're just going to fill in the... You, you make a mess. If you need to explain, that's basically the point. If you need to explain your brochure, you made a mess out of your brochure. It's not clear from itself. So if that happens in an interview, try to, try to help them. So if they ask you, like, hey, is this X or is this Y, make them explain their current idea of what it is. Like, what do you think it is? It isn't clear. Okay, perfect. Then your copy sucks. Then you go fix it uh, for the next session. Uh, And then you might explain, but postpone that explanation as long as possible. Um, And then, if you are explaining, listen what words you use to explain the remainder, because that is the thing that you missed to put in the brochure. Now, you can prepare an interview guide, um, because it can help you to know what you want to ask specifically. You don't need to follow it religiously, but this is a great extra step if you aren't a very experienced interviewer. And trust me, people always overestimate how good they are at interviewing because they think I'm talking to people all the time. People tell me things, but this, yeah. Um, It's always good to ask yourself, what do I want to learn about this thing specifically? Also, don't do a group interview. A food startup I'm currently mentoring had four potential customers to which they showed the brochure in one session. And this created a very chaotic conversation. It's hard to go deep in such a situation. Four people talking together will try to synchronize their opinions and it doesn't allow uh, you to understand each person. Sometimes I get a question like, should I add a price to the brochure? Putting a price uh, on there will give you different results um, because people are going to take that into account if you're going to ask for preference. Uh, Therefore, I advise to first show the brochures without prices and then do the entire hassle. and Then at the end of it, show it again and now with the prices. And This will give you more detail. Uh, You can also play with revenue models like that. So first showing the solution without any revenue model, and then showing one with a subscription versus a one-time payment. and this is what's nice about the brochure test. You can do create these easy yeah, variations uh, in, in, in a nick of time. Um, and, and, and that allows uh, a lot of flexibility that you want in this early stage of a startup. Um, but most important, and this is something people sometimes miss, you're here to learn about the reasoning of your customer. So if a customer says, brochure A is my favorite, that's not your most interesting piece of information. You want to know why A is the best. So ask, okay, why is A the best for you? Uh, or the customer says, "Oh, I like I like benefit X a lot." Don't say, "Oh, cool, that's what we need to stress now." Ask, "Why is benefit X important to you?" Um, if they say for a brochure P, B the price is too expensive, that's not your most interesting piece of interest, information. You want to know what makes it too expensive, so help yourself. Ask why a lot, because then together with the brochure you're go really deep into the inner reasons and motivations of your customer. Now this was it already. If you have any questions on making a brochure or you're getting stuck, uh, you can always uh, reach out to me at, um, uh, at yeah, this, this is weird because I, I wanted to send my email address but that's ik at only for the Dutch native speakers uh, this will be easy. So go to the website, there's a link and if you would like me to be a startup mentor, i got a couple of spots available and I do free intakes and I will tell you how close I think you are to product market fit. That's free of charge. No string attached pinky promise. Uh, if you like this one, you can vote in the article um, on the great good meh buttons. Thank you for listening. I hope this was helpful. Um, and if not, you can also leave a bad review. Uh, not well by clicking meh and then being honest with me. Because honesty helps me to grow uh, in general. I hope you enjoyed this. Have a very good day or night, depending... On what day or night, time of the day you are listening? to this. Okay, this is going. Cool. This is the worst outro ever. Goodbye.